0: This week's episode of the Living Strong Podcast is brought to you by Canadian Protein. Are you guys tired of spending so much money on your supplements and not getting the best quality out there? Well, Canadian Protein has changed the game. They offer the best quality in supplements and in protein, all in bulk packaging and at a fraction of the price. I've been using their plant-based protein for months now. It's the best tasting protein I've ever had. They have so many different flavors and it's not at all chalky. If you guys want to get your hands on some Canadian protein supplements, head on over to canadianprotein.com and use code LIVINGSTRONGPOD at checkout for 10% off your first order. You are listening to the Living Strong Podcast. It is a movement to show that anyone out there in the world has the potential to become their best self and reach any goal they put their mind and heart to. Every week we'll be in your ears giving you tips, tricks and stories that will get you off the couch and turn your life around. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. This week, we sit down with Angela Machocha, a high-level amateur runner from Montreal. We discuss how she was brought up in an athletic family and how she found her sport at a very young age to where she is now as a sponsored athlete from 42.2, a Montreal-based running shop. We also discussed some dark times in her life that she went through a few years ago, how she got injured and how, what, how and what she did to get out of it. A super motivating podcast uh, got me so motivated uh, after the podcast that I had to let out energy, I had to go work out, I had to go do something because it was just wow. So I really hope that this podcast is going to change one person's life that listens to it today. So without further ado, let's get right into this podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. This week, I have Angela Machocha here, and a high level amateur runner out of the Montreal uh, area. Uh, so, Angela, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: Anytime. So, Angela, give us a, a quick about yourself.
1: Um, I'm a mom, uh, first and foremost. I'm a runner. I've been running for a very, very long time since I was eight years old. Wow. Um, uh, I have two kids, two boys. One is 16, one is 13. My youngest is on the autism spectrum. I'm a special education teacher. I work with adults um, with disabilities for the Lester Pearson School Board. Okay. And I work currently work at John Abbott College.
0: Oh, nice. So you mentioned you started running at a very young uh, age, eight years old. How did you get into running? Was it just my sister
1: fun? was a runner. Okay. Yeah, my sister was a runner. I come from a very athletic-based family. Okay. Uh, my dad. My dad was an athlete. He was a high-level soccer player in Italy. My oh, brother. Nice. My brother played high-level basketball, and my younger brother actually played um, football in the U.S. Oh, scholarship. Oh, so wow. So I come very from. I come from yeah, and I was athletic from a very young age. Um, I played all the sports, but running was always my favorite. So my sister entered me in my first race. I was eight years old. Wow. And then. Uh, then I started running track in high school. Okay. 1,500 meter was my event. Okay. And then I just kept going and just got into endurance.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. It's an interesting story that the whole family, usually there's always like, uh, okay, a couple of members in the family, but this is like the whole family has a, a background in sports and understands the, the criteria you need to succeed in, yeah. in sports, especially if you said you're better with the scholarship and all that. That's it's very high level at that point in time. And
1: I actually kept running uh, on and off. And I only started really taking it more, let's say, seriously and on a competitive level at the age of 38. Oh, wow. So it's really never too late.
0: No, never. It isn't. It isn't never too late. So how? So you mentioned your whole family has been within the the fitness realm of the world. So that means health and fitness means a lot to you and it means a lot to your family. So uh, how does that, talk to us about that. How does that help you in your day-to-day? How does being healthy and fit help you?
1: um for sure it increases my overall energy you know because i'm a morning i'm very much a morning person so i run at seven seven o'clock in the morning once i put my kids on the train nice for them to go to school so i really my overall energy for the day is like already you know set yeah um i'm more mentally alert i find um it gives me my alone time uh whether it's time to think or time to not think about anything you know, and it's brought some of the most amazing people into my life, really. Like, they're running community, just training and yeah, learning about sure. nutrition, learning about I'm just the people that take care of me, my healing team, I call them. Um, and you meet the most amazing people, whether it's through Instagram or...
0: Yeah, through anything. Yeah. At, at races, the, the community, the yeah, roundup.
1: Yeah, it also, I think it helps you learn a lot about yourself.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, when you're, you know, when you put that as a priority, your health is a priority. And uh, running is is a metaphor for life, you know, it's like, just, just when you think you can, you can't keep going, you take that one more step
0: and you keep keep
1: going. So it's very empowering.
0: Cool. So where would you say that you find your motivation?
1: Okay. So I think anyone that I see overcoming obstacles, you know um, whether it's, um, uh, personal, personal obstacles, injuries, uh, you know, that just keeps showing up, you know, and persevering no, no matter what, uh, in whatever capacity, you know. Uh, but more specifically, try and say this without getting emotional, my son Noah, who's okay. on the autism spectrum, yeah. uh, he was diagnosed at seven years old, okay. so it was a, quite a journey to get him diagnosed and get him the support and help that he needed, but he has surpassed every limit and continues to surpass every limit that has ever been placed on him. So to me, he's very, very inspiring. And his tenacity is, uh, is incredible. He just sure. doesn't give up on anything. Yeah.
0: Cool uh is i see always on your instagram that you have a son that does mme
1: yes that's noah
0: that's noah that's yeah. really cool so you're yeah. doing mme yeah he's
1: doing, yeah brazilian jiu-jitsu right now beautiful which is the hardest the hardest yeah very hard uh, i've
0: uh, been a, looking uh, for a, a gym around the area here to because it's yeah. something i really want to start doing
1: it amazes me the how technical it is yeah and the amount of mental strength it's it's and he's. It's yeah. come a long way, yeah. yeah.
0: There's a, a, a guy, a podcaster and a ex-Navy SEAL called Jocko Willink.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You should, he, ha, he writes kids' books um, called um, The Way of the Warrior Kid. Look into them for your, your okay. son because uh, they talk about uh, doing jiu-jitsu at a young age, how it empowers your life forward. Uh, and uh, because it's such a strict sport and all that, it, it makes you become uh, strict in school strict in this in life and and makes you lead a path of, of well-being and all that and he really preaches uh like if you ever listen to his podcast or like three hour long podcast they're they're mostly towards like the um, uh, military stuff yeah, and the training yeah. and everything but he really talks about uh how the jiu-jitsu empowers uh uh motivation empowers uh uh um, Everything, basically everything. And just, it's saying, the way of life. It's, it's, way it's of the life. way of life. The, the yeah, way yeah. of life, exactly. Okay. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. So you look into that. It's really I a really, really interesting book. And I think your son will like it, especially that he's doing the uh, jiu So, So you were saying that he, you take a lot of your motivation from your son doing all that. That's really, really cool. So how is it being a, a mom of a son on the autism spectrum, as well as a runner, as well as a teacher, uh, well, as um, uh, a special, special ed uh, supervised teacher, so how does how how do you how do you do it?
1: Well, that's a big loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just regarding life as an autism mom, you know, it's it's challenging, it's exhausting sometimes, For sure. it's lonely at times, especially like when your son birth gets diagnosed and like no one no one gets it. Yeah. You know, no one gets what you're going through. But at the same time, it's so empowering and it's heartbreaking. You know, so it's like it's all those things, but like well, ev- every day sometimes, you know. Yeah, for sure. So you have to manage all that. But I mean, um, you know, you're there advocating for your child, you know, yeah. so you do you do whatever you have to do. You know, so um there's that part. And then I have my students. So yeah, exactly. that, that so you range, have, yeah. you know, they have uh they're more affected by autism, let's say some of them um have a fragile X syndrome, Down syndrome, all kinds of different special needs. That they have, but I've been doing that for now twenty-four years. Wow. So I love it. I love it. it. They're adults, so I they come to me after their um, they finish their official education. Okay. And what we do at John Abbott is a it's actually a work social skills life skills program. Okay. So we find them jobs on campus.
0: Cool.
1: And uh, we have a buddy. Uh, we have managed like over seventy volunteers per semester. Wow. So it's it's a big the big emphasis on inclusion.
0: Yeah, and That's, I see sometimes on Instagram you cook with them and everything. Every
1: Tuesday I do cooking. I have a cooking really cool. class on Tuesday mornings. Yeah, they love it. They absolutely love it, and I think kitchen skills are so important. Yeah, very important. It just adds to their their quality of life.
0: Yeah, it really does. So, uh, mentioning that your son uh, with, is on the autism spectrum, you work uh, with kids, uh, on, well, adults on the autism spectrum and uh, other uh, disabilities. Uh, you you're a runner from a young age now, competing uh, again at at an older age you get faced with a lot of uh, challenges. If yes. it's not your personal life challenges, it's uh, challenges with your son, it's challenges in your sport. So how do you overcome these challenges?
1: Well, one thing I do is I really look at every obstacle as um, uh, an opportunity to learn more more about myself. Okay. You know? um, there's, a, there's a lesson in there. You know? So if you look at an obstacle as an opportunity rather than, an obstacle, you know, stopping you from whatever it is, reaching a goal or helping yourself or helping your child or whatever That already you're, you're taking action. You know, I think the worst thing is when you're, you feel stuck and then you stay stuck. Mm. So, um, so if you try and, and look at, look for the opportunities, look for the lessons, it's already one step forward. So Mm. that's one thing I do like every time
2: because
1: it's easy. I mean, I get, I get, Uh, down also you know i get negative also but i never stay there for very long
2: okay you know and
1: i make sure of that you know whereas in the past i would i would like ruminate or just stay stuck and you know that's one thing i do the next thing i reach out for help you know a lot of people think it's a a sign of weakness it's actually a sign of strength and i reach out for it right away now okay whereas like trying to handle everything myself you know have an incredible support team okay from my husband to my coach to the five people that take care of me to my yeah. mother, you know. So uh, even, my co- even, even my dog is part of my support. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a big part of my life. So I think that's very important, also. And uh, I keep a daily journal. Okay. So this journal, it's nothing complicated. It takes me less than five minutes. I use it that's every single day. Important. I don't even leave from my run without um, writing in it. Okay. And I answer four questions. Wow. So, and these four questions are what made me happy? What did I learn? What am I grateful for? And today I will. And it just sets the tone for the day.
0: Yeah. So I've been actually journaling now. Um, well, I guess, yeah, you could call it journaling for the past uh, week or so. And what I do is sort of the same thing. I, uh, I have uh, like 10 commandments that I read out loud okay. that uh, one of them is uh, I will be successful today. I will- uh, Like affirmations. Treat, yeah, affirmations. Very good affirmations. And since I've been doing it, uh honestly, my days have been complete like i, I see my it days changes your mindset. yeah it changes my mindset completely and I'm doing it with a, a journal buddy okay. so to keep us on track awesome and even him he's like freaking out on what like his days have been different yeah. because of that, and we also answer like those same four questions uh but more uh, like guess it's more of the what will i uh, do today okay so we would we would put like uh, ten items or five items whatever and Honestly, sometimes I put stuff that I would never think that would be possible, especially like with the podcast, contact this this person. Uh-huh. Like this, this person is like way outside of my, yeah. my reach right now where I'm at for the podcast. But what happens, that person answers yeah, me. But it's visualization. It's visualization. Exactly. It yeah. Do you believe in visualization?
1: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do it a lot. And in 2018, 2019, what I worked most on was my mindset.
0: Okay, cool. And so do you use it for, for your, your racing or for everything? everything?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. For my racing, my running. Uh, yeah.
0: That's really, really cool. Yeah, because I've been reading a lot about visualization and I, I'm starting to do it myself and I find it, it really like the mind is such an interesting. It's a very powerful Yeah, thing. very, very powerful. And if you learn how to, to play well, play with it properly, you could get whatever you want in life. And manifest it's, yeah, yeah, it's really, really cool. That, that that's a whole other podcast a whole other yeah. back to that <laughs> yeah we'll do a, a <laughs> second podcast just on, on visualization i
1: could uh, i could say a lot about that yeah it's for easy, sure though, yeah uh
0: so uh we we spoke spoke about challenges and everything and i'm guessing in in your uh career right now you do uh, very intense training so you mentioned you, you run all, uh, in the morning yeah. and all that uh how do you juggle your intense training and and your life Especially the life, again, yeah. with everything that That's probably that
1: my biggest challenge. Okay. Especially that um, my husband travels quite a bit for work. Okay. So I'm often alone to handle everything. But over the years, you know, practice makes... Perfect. Permanent, I like to say. <laughs> not perfect. Okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think I say no to a lot of things. Okay. And no to a lot of people. Okay. Before, this was uh, an issue for me. You know, yeah, but I learned great. over the years, yeah, you have to prioritize, you know, so it's my family, you know, my running, my health, my mental health. Yeah. So you just got to, you know, say no, For sure. you know, it's really important so that I stay. Um, it's important to keep a schedule.
2: Yeah.
1: So like my running time is in the morning. It's okay. not in the afternoon. It's not at night. It's not when I have time. It's in the morning. Okay. So I make sure that happens. Okay. Uh, kind of like no matter what. So it's important to stay consistent. And I prioritize rest okay. and recovery like never before. Is
0: this it's, recent? That you've been- it's
1: since 2018, since okay. I hurt my back. Okay. I had a serious back injury, but maybe we'll get into that yeah. a little later. Um, and I don't think people uh, value rest and recovery enough, you know. Okay. So I really, really do. And uh, well, lots of rest, lots of recovery. I nourish myself, okay. you know, well, as best as I can. Sleep and i really just prioritize what's important to me and you know and there there are some weeks where i'll have to drop some things and say you know what it's okay if whatever i don't wash my floors or yeah. it's, it's okay if i don't see this person it's okay if i don't talk to my best friend for two weeks i just, I just can't
2: yeah you know you my better. energy yeah
1: my energy has to go especially during high mileage weeks yeah. like the week i just did and i was alone my husband was in brazil for the week oh, wow. so i just focused on okay running kids work yeah, running, running kids, kids work
0: for sure <laughs>
1: you know and i got i got through the week you know it's okay
0: so what you just mentioned high mileage what's what's your mileage like? On so right
1: now i ran um this week i ran i ran a 75 kilometer week
0: 75 okay and yeah. is that is that high on your on it's
1: your, it's getting there it's, it's getting higher there? yeah 75 to 100 a week
0: okay so what's high. your average let's say on a regular week
1: it really depends you know what i'm doing in okay. the season or you know, I I'd say average ten k a day, but I mean, like okay. it, it really depends. It depends. You know, like right now I'm focusing on high higher mileage. Okay. So that's what we're doing.
0: Interesting. And yeah. you also mentioned uh, when we we're talking about the challenges and everything. So you have a coach, and then you said you have five people that take care of you.
1: Yes. What is that? I am very blessed to be supported and sponsored by uh, Physiomentum. Okay. So I have my physiotherapist there. His name is Tom Lucas. Okay. He's like he's a very um, important part of my my team. Um Peter Levitis from Sports Specialists. Okay. He takes care of my mechanics and my all my imbalances. Okay. Go so we'll check in with him often. My uh, osteopath, Kevin uh, Longpre, he's at Vitality Clinic. Okay. And so is my chiropractor, Sean Landry. <laughs> wow, that,
0: so yeah, yeah. he's at
1: Vitality also. So yeah, these guys really uh they really, really help me. They, you know, I always say surround yourself with the best people. And my coach, of course, Mark, Mark Toskas. Yeah. Um, I always say surround yourself with the best people, you know. And uh, these guys, like when I tell them my goals, running or not, like their eyes light up more than one, I, more yeah, than mine do. That's you good, know, that's so I think those are the people that you have to surround yourself with.
0: And and you and you deal with these, like you go to the physio weekly. Or yeah, all this almost, weekly. almost weekly, weekly
1: every ten. Yeah, every two. It depends. You know, it if there's something the going season, through, there's little aches yeah. and boo boos going on. You know, always always something going on. All? It's more like for tune ups, you okay. know. And then when I was seriously injured, oh, yeah, they really, really took care of me. Like, yeah. But not only took care of me physically, like mentally. and
0: For sure. You if know, uh... picked
1: me up every time I wanted to, like, just, yeah. you know, give up. And yeah, it was hard. 2018 was really hard.
0: So let's talk about, because you've been talking about a lot of things happened after 2018. A lot of
1: things happened. My whole life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah big transformation. So, so I call what, it my transformation. What
0: happened in 2018? Uh, so there I was
1: training for the Ottawa Marathon. Okay things were going well I had there was nothing like leading up to um to it to my injury I was I was doing my last long run about three and a half weeks out of the marathon after training for months and uh I my back I don't know I felt actually we didn't even know it was my back okay we felt this I felt this intense pain in my lower leg like a shocking feeling
2: okay
1: and I couldn't uh couldn't stop I couldn't run so it was very strange. So, um, anyway, we, I stopped the run. Uh, I, then I walked a little bit. I continued. I finished the long run. I finished my workout because the pain had gone away. But then a few, I had a few, couple of rest days and then I just couldn't get back into it. It was very strange, you know? Anyway, so a few weeks later, we did an MRI. Okay. Not a few weeks, a couple of weeks. And we found that I had a herniated disc in my lower back. Oh, shit thing is uh it completely debilitated me so there went ottawa and i was completely devastated for sure uh but not only that like i lost my quality of life like i couldn't walk more than 200 meters i couldn't empty my dishwasher i couldn't wash my face i had to stop swimming because at that point i was cycling swimming and running and lifting
0: triathlon style
1: yeah. But kinda, were you, I was competing? doing bricks. were you competing? No, I was just it was you know, just I w- for we just want it was just to make me like um not make me, but an all-around well, um, athlete. athlete all around, sure. you know. Completely and then understand. like maybe in the future do try I mean, I don't know. Okay. I was just you know, we were just thinking, because uh, my running coach, Mark tascos is also a cycling coach.
0: Okay. So yeah, it makes so, sense. So yeah, I mean, it all it all, all- kind of
1: yeah, and I was swimming and so I had to stop everything. <clears throat> I stopped running for seven months. And then I got, Peter Levitis actually got me back in the gym. And uh, even that wasn't working, though. Uh, I still had pain. I couldn't, dr- I couldn't drive more than eight minutes in the car. Oh, wow. So, I mean, just putting into perspective, someone training and having exercise in their life, like yeah. that, that, that. Well, especially what you then, mentioned
0: your whole family. So it's down like to the, zero, yeah. you know. It's so, like a life and, change. Completely. And then
1: it wasn't only about that anymore. It was about the pain. So, I was living in a chronic, constant pain 24-7. So it really played uh, – I went into a depression big time. Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, we even tried a cortisone shot. It was a failed attempt. It set me back six more weeks.
2: Oh, my. I fell
1: into an even deeper depression. That was last February, actually, at this time. Okay. Uh, so then I started running again slowly because my body – actually, let me back up a second. There I was in the gym, so I should note. I've been in gyms since I was 17 years old. Yeah. I've been strength training since I was 17. I've never stopped. Okay? So one day last February, I'm like, you know what? this isn't working, you know? Uh, and I just, I took my, my bag and I walked out mm-hmm. and I've never, I never went back. Could gym. I never went back. So I'm how like, do you do
0: your strength training?
1: Oh wait. Well, I we'll could, talk about that I could, after. Yeah, so I never, you know, because I said to myself, okay, we did the cortisone shot, we've been, you know, therapy for seven months, no running, no swimming, no cycling, a little bit of lifting, okay, but I'm not getting any better. So, so like, we, so something has to change. Yeah. So I changed everything. Okay my entire approach. Okay. So I left the gym, I didn't renew, and it's funny cuz my my uh, gym membership was up like a month a month later. And then I'm like, okay, we're just going to run. We're just going to see if my body just let's see, just yeah. see what happens. And that's what happened.
2: Okay.
1: So slowly, slowly, slowly I got back to running. So I started running again. I stopped running in May 2018. I started running again November 2018. Okay. Very slowly. I actually started walk running.
2: Okay. Because remember I was still in pain. So I had to like, you know, and
1: and I should mention like neuropathy, when you have like a nerve, it's it's a whole different type of thing. Whole different ball game. For sure. It doesn't respond to all treatment. It's not textbook. It takes a very long time and there's a huge mental component to it. I was in like complete shock. Yeah. You know, and the pain, the pain that I was in every day, it was like, oh my goodness, you know. So at one point I felt completely hopeless. Um, so I started running again slowly in November, 2018. And then, uh, I made a really, I had a really, really strong season. My first race was in August of 2019.
0: I won. Okay, nice. Well, congratulations. on
1: It was a, f- a 5k. I felt like when I crossed that finish line, I felt like, you know, I made it back from hell.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it was
1: incredible.
2: For sure. So
1: that was August. And then in September, I did a 10k, a uh, local 10k. And uh, I won that one as well. Okay. Uh, but it wasn't really about winning. I just went out it, there yeah, and ran ended. my bet. That was yeah. the level that I was, you know, it was incredible. And then I did a half marathon or not in October. Uh and I ended up with a personal best there in first of my age group. Oh
0: beautiful. Which which half
1: was that? In uh Longue.
0: Oh nice. I had a couple of friends at the dawn yeah. uh this last year.
1: So it was an incredible season and an incredible journey, but like I had to change everything. Yeah. You know, like why I run and why and that's I like why I, to, guess why you I like to visualization compete. and all that why i like to compete and my mindset and uh really saying like no and not taking on too much because if i look back to 2018 you know i wasn't running through pain i I mean everything was going well but if i look really really you know i had taken on a bit too much you know in my personal life and other 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 things just in general you know
0: interesting yeah so 2018, you had like maybe let's see, we'll call it a, a stop year. But uh, before that, what were you what were your races like? Well, how many races were you doing in a season?
1: Uh, on average, I think I do maybe three, four max
0: marathons or halves or just max. I run all distances. All the, I okay, love awesome.
1: 5Ks. I love 5Ks. I've only actually ran one marathon, which was in 2015 okay, in Ottawa. I qualified for Boston on my first marathon. Oh, nice. And then I I didn't end up running another marathon because injuries. You know, yeah. I had I had injured my foot in in 2015. Okay. Um, so I never made it to Boston. And then after that, it was just like I don't know.
0: Is it something that you <laughs> want to do, uh, Boston? You know. I think Since it's such a yes, big race Yes and no. People. Like I
1: don't really hold it so much up on a pedestal anymore. You know, okay. I don't think you need to run Boston to, to be
0: considered a runner.
1: No. And I don't think you need to run marathons either. For sure. Some people are not meant to run distance.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, some people are. And I just think if you run and you love to run and it brings joy to your life, you're a runner.
0: I like the way you think. About that's that. what I think. You 100%. know, I don't. I
1: don't think you have to run a marathon to get this like check.
0: Yeah, I'm a. Oh runner. yeah, I'm a
1: runner now. So like I I, yeah, I learned that the hard way too. So no. Interesting. But it doesn't mean I don't want to run another one. No, it's just that <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's yeah. not your
0: a goal. No, it. no. You're. It's just you You're right now the way I'm. The way I hear is that your your goal is just to be able to run. Right to now. be able
1: to run and to run at this level for like as long as I long can. As as you can. can. Yeah. That's, yeah.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. What would be your most uh, memorable experience at a race?
1: Oh my goodness!
0: Because you just mentioned your, your first five k back from running really was something that you hold dear because it was your first race back and you won and everything. But was that your most memorable race, or have you had another <sighs> one? This one you have to go really into the back of your thoughts. I really the, the have thoughts.
1: to go and back on my thoughts. You know what? Whenever I have to question, like, you know, why am I doing this? You know. I look, because in my, uh, I just moved and in my new home, I have a home office and it's kind of like my running room with oh, all my photos nice. and all my medals yeah. and all my uh, my affirmations that I have framed. And there's a picture of me, uh, my first half marathon ever.
0: Okay. When was that?
1: It was in two, May, 2014. Okay. I was just talking to my husband about this this morning. It's so funny. And I remember I had just met my coach six months ago and I'm like, I didn't know what I'm like, yeah, I just want to sign up for a half marathon. Like it was my first race ever, you know? Okay. And he's like, Oh, you sure you don't want to start with something uh, shorter? I'm like, nah, whatever, you know? And I just went to Ottawa. Ottawa's fabulous, by the way. Yeah. They, like just the whole the whole event, the way it's put together. And I just ran free. I didn't even look at my watch. I didn't know where I was. I was just like taking it all in. And it was it was amazing. And I just without no, there was no time, there was no pace, there was no like I had a little bit of an idea. Yes, yeah. nice. I was running because like we had been training for a little yeah. bit, but I'd only at that you point, went really I, with heart. I'd only met my coach re- I, like for like seven weeks, just wow. felt like a little too yeah <laughs> and it was amazing. And I because I remember how happy I was when sure. I was running, and I just soaked it all in. So. Even when I race now, I always remember soak it all in yeah. all of it.
0: Well, anything, not just racing, even when you're Everything, just out, out a regular day run. yeah you have to, I you always have to be I always
1: say i'm I'm the most I try to be present all the time, like with other other things in my life, but yeah. when I'm running, I'm the most present. Yeah, for sure. And it's important to stay present. yeah,
0: there's uh, uh, talk I don't about even pre- run
1: with music. I never oh, race no? with music. Yeah, all my long runs are done are done with no music. Okay. Um, some like some of my easy training runs are done with music, and stuff, but I never race with music.
0: Yeah, well, I never race for music, but and and when I run short uh, runs and everything, I, I rarely run with music. But on my long runs, I haven't done a long run in a while. Uh, but on my long runs, I I put podcasts. I listen to podcasts, and I just so I because on most of my short runs, I'm always running with a person, so I'm always
2: okay.
0: like talking to someone. It's like the podcast, and I'm talking to the podcast. I'm listening yeah. to the podcast. If that's
2: what you like, that's, that's, that's how right, I, you know, I do yeah. it.
0: But I've, I've heard a lot of uh, things about uh, when you're doing your long runs, not run, running with music, not running with anything, just being with yourself so you're really in the moment. Because it's funny what you're saying is that I, I recently uh, – I don't know if you know the guy, Joe Senna. Yes. He's the, the founder of uh, Spartan Race. Yes. And he recently just posted something, uh, maybe like a couple days before we recorded this, um saying that in life you have to be present in everything you do yeah so if you're even if you're having lunch be present for your lunch yeah. don't think don't have lunch and work and work or don't, scroll or scroll or, or, yeah or, so if you want to be on instagram be present with instagram yeah. you want to be watching tv be present when you watch so whatever you do in life be present don't try to multitask in, in so many things and, and, and make your brain wander because once you're present in something you'll see that you'll be more efficient than what you're doing
1: absolutely yeah and it's about being mindful you know i mean sure. people you know it's like the buzzword right now but it's true
0: yeah <laughs> so exactly um so your 2019 year in review so you just basically told us yeah that <clears throat> 5k 10k and a half and the half and the half, and that was it
1: yeah i did a mile time trial too like i um yeah just on the road on okay my own, but yeah that was well that was it that was a lot for sure. Uh, right right was, after a year right of, after all that, like because if you really think about it, seven months before my first race, I couldn't even walk.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, that's so, that's like so, you're thinking about it's it. Like,
1: it's like, yeah, well, it's my physio, it's Tom Lucas that always reminds me is like Angela, you could walk seven months ago. Okay, you're like, you know, yeah, you're you're you and, and look where you are yeah, now. That's you're killing really, it, really you. Know? Good. So he always kind of brings me back down So like, yeah.
2: So like uh,
1: interesting. So that was twenty nineteen. And then I took uh, really easy, I took it really I always take two to three weeks completely off after my season I do nothing okay uh that too took a long time for me to grasp and to To accept you know but now I really realize like the um even just mentally you know uh the how how good that is for you for sure uh so I took and then I started running again in November or so okay yeah, and then I just took it easy till after Christmas, and I just slowly now, started now been building up mileage. Building yeah, no, no, life. I've been just been building up mileage.
0: Okay. So, do you have any uh, goals, uh, running goals or races planned for 2020?
1: Uh, believe it or not, you know, I get I've been getting asked that a lot, you know, because people are seeing my mileage and like, what are you training for? Yeah. You know, uh, I have nothing on my race calendar at the moment. Okay. Um, I actually, uh, I do have running goals, you know, for 2020, but I kind of take taking things in stride, you know, seeing how things go, and I don't I don't need a race on my calendar to train. Okay. I because that's
0: not what motivates you.
1: I love training. I love the process, um, and it's like the process of like improving and seeing what I have to do to improve, you know, and figuring out like because it's, it's it's a challenge figuring yeah. out just the right right amount right dose of intensity and volume to keep progressing. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Like I fell in love with that process. Like in January, was in, I think I did a post on that too. Like I fell madly in love with running all over again. Yeah. You know, cause it gets up and down. You exactly. Know, like, well,
0: you, you For anything. It goes yeah. Up and down. Right.
1: So, um, and then when I feel the itch to race, yeah, I'll, for sure, for sure, for sure I'm going to race this this year. I just yeah, you just know. don't yeah. know. I mean, we'll continue with the mileage and uh, we'll see. We'll everything's, see. You know, everything's going well. Uh, especially if you're
0: just... keeping up the mileage and all that, then no matter what you want to do, I'll you, be fit, you'll be so. fit for Exactly. You'll be Whatever. Fit for so um, we spoke a bit before the podcast on a phone call, and uh, we were talking about um, the, the workouts I want to start doing uh, for the podcast, uh, like uh, 30-minute at-home workouts and yeah. everything, and you were really interested in that. And now you also mentioned that you you don't have a gym membership and everything, but no. I know runners at your caliber also need to yeah. train weights and and all that Well, train in in a way that you don't have to be lifting heavy or doing deadlifts and all that. But what do you do uh, to uh, since you don't have a gym membership and all that? How do you how do you train?
1: Well, uh, for a long time I couldn't do any strength training for sure, but just because only because it was always like against like what what's in the books, you know, yeah, yeah. like when I was recovering with my back and I was, you know, all my body was letting me do was run. We would try and I would end up in this agonizing pain. So I'm like, oh, forget it. So my coach was like, you know what, focus on the goal. What's the goal? The goal is to run.
0: Focus on that. Keep,
1: keep you know, cause I would always say to myself, oh, but why can't I do strength training? Why can't I do this? And I was able to do this in the past. I can't do it now, you know? So I was getting all caught up in that. Yeah. And uh, they all reminded me like, it's okay. Yeah. No, you did that then. Right now, you can't. It doesn't mean you won't do it again, and we just maybe have to change things, change your positioning, change yeah. your you know. So, for all of last year, I didn't do any strength training. I ran hills. Hill oh, no nice. training yeah, is train. yeah, analogous yeah. to to yeah, yeah. like also we're talking major fun. major hills, like hills for breakfast, So yeah. for, you know. So, that was my strength training last year. And now, um, recently, I'm so excited. I was actually going to post about it soon this week. I've gotten back to strength training.
2: Okay, interesting.
1: 4 times a week. Nice. Maybe 12 minutes. Yeah,
2: so you 15
1: at my at at home.
2: Yeah.
1: I have my chin-up bar. There you go. I have my kettlebells. Yeah. I have uh I don't even have a I don't even have a mat. I <laughs> go on the floor on my carpet with my dog watching me. He's like my spectator, my uh, personal trainer. <laughs> uh so slowly slowly I'm getting back into it. I have a day 1 and a day 2 okay. and I do them twice a week and so far so good.
0: And are, do you think about, uh, do you think you're going to also start, because you also mentioned that you're doing uh, cycling and swimming. Do you yeah, think you're going to start that? I don't think so. No? I
1: just think it's, I know it was too much. Because it, it is hard to not, juggle. Yeah, sports. the time. I, I look back and I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I don't think so. You know, I don't think I'm going to go back to that. I mean, I'm not saying I'm never going to do that again, but it's not, not in the plans. Okay. It's not necessary. No, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll put it that way uh um i train i run six days a week okay i have to take one complete day off like today okay where i'll go for like a nature walk with my dog
2: oh yeah like, uh,
1: and every and- four weeks i deload so we decrease my volume by half and i take two to three rest days on wow. every four. days. very week. interesting yeah and that's my point for- like so far that's working for me
0: yeah very cool very very cool and um other uh like outside of running you just mentioned it, that you do walks and everything, but uh, what, what else do you keep yourself do to keep yourself and your family active um, with the whole family? Like, do, do your kids come running with you sometimes? Or no, you do you, you keep that apart? They
1: don't. One of my sons is more into, like, art, music, okay. science. He's part of the debate club at school. Okay. He's very, my oldest, yeah.
2: Okay. So he's uh, not he's like 16. the rest of the family. He's really not.
1: <laughs> he played hockey okay. for a while, for like seven, eight years when he was little. And yeah. then once he turned 13, puberty hit, he's like, I'm done. Yeah. You know, so he's just not that way. But I mean, he's active at school. He's, you know, he walks a lot. So uh, my husband loves team sports. Okay. So he plays hockey.
2: Okay.
1: Um, but other than that, no, it's more my youngest who's more, <laughs> more, more right. like me. Okay. Yeah. Noah, Noah will play uh, futsal. Okay. Uh, he's on the futsal team at school he has his mma which keeps him busy because yeah, he trains twice a sure. week so he's yeah cool you know interesting
0: so um we have a segment here called the three tips uh and I, and you're, you're smiling about it so i'm guessing these three tips are going to be awesome so uh it's basically three tips for people that are listening uh that are new to the show it's three tips that angela could give you guys, the audience, on how to better uh, their life and how to get on the path of living strong or just on how to stay on the path of living strong. So, Angela,
1: okay. go ahead. I had to think about this because there's so many tips I can give. For sure. That, okay, but uh, top three, I don't know, but three important ones. So, you know, it's not always, you know, I'm not always like this positive, uh, you know, shining light. You know, I have my negative uh, moments too, you know. But I really try my best to stay positive about things. You know, I know it sounds easy to do. It's not. But that's what keeps you moving forward. Even if it's slow. I mean, when I I hurt my back, it was so slow, the the recovery. I felt like I was never going to get better. You know, and every time we would take like two steps forward, I would take like three steps Steps back.
2: back,
1: You know, so I think as long as you stay positive, you can keep moving forward. Because like I said earlier, don't stay stuck it's like the worst thing. And then you fall into this negative like mindset and it just like one negative thought leads to another. And and people don't realize like slow progress is slow progress. You look back and you've climbed a mountain, you know? So no
0: exactly. That's super important. You need you need to you need to really stay positive for sure. And and look back at, at all the success that you've done because that's gonna help you push through wherever you want.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, I'll bring this back again, learn to rest people you know there's this thing there's like this thing that we have to hustle and we have to grind and i mean yeah we, there's the daily grind of life there yeah. but you're not out there to like kill yourself you for know sure. <laughs> like, no, for sure. I, I really think like rest and i used to have trouble with this i would train like 10 12 that. days in a row and like
0: yeah so like cook. before 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 your injury were you did you still have the same uh no no, it was more. No, just because run
1: out. no, because even on my rest days, I'd go swim. But I mean, okay. that swim wasn't a rest for me.
0: No, no, for sure, it was. <laughs> you know, was
1: a yeah, yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was there jumping off the diving board and yeah. uh, having fun. I was swimming. You know, yeah. like minimum a thousand meters. You know, like, yeah.
2: So <laughs> that,
1: that's why my like, yeah. So um, and people don't realize like your mind needs a rest. Your and you know like you have. Work on other things, other interests, other, or do nothing all day. Yeah. Watch, lie on the couch. I don't know. Go for a walk, you know, walking, yeah, or whatever. A breath,
0: go for a walk. Because um,
1: or... that's when your body recovers and it rejuvenates and it gets yeah. stronger on your rest days. Yeah. On, but when you rest, and it's also like I kind of look at it like uh, my physio actually gave me this visual um, while I was healing. Like that's when your body soaks everything up that mm. you've been doing, soaks yeah. up all your fitness you know, so, it's and cool and it. if it is difficult for you to rest, ask yourself why, why is it so hard? Like I have to ask myself that. What is it like fear that you're not worthy because you're not doing anything in that day? you I don't know, preoccupation with weight, yeah. diet, uh, anxiety, like, what is it? Why is it so hard for someone to take a day off? I mean, if you think about it intellectually, yeah. it's
2: crazy, ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So
1: I value my rest days, especially when I worked so hard like this, I did this week, like, Oh, Sunday's a rest day. I'm going to go do the podcast. I'm going to go walk with Comet and I have a massage booked at four o'clock.
0: Beautiful. It was very (laughs) new. I know. It's amazing.
1: (laughs) So that's number two. Uh, Number three. So uh, I've been open about this on, uh, on my Instagram too. People have been following me for a few years now. Like I've struggled with my mental health in the past. know things that happened to me as a child and I had to work through and then when my son got diagnosed and one i had struggled with postpartum depression with my first son I had a burnout and another depression after I gave birth to my second son so like you know I've been down that road you know um and again you know I used run used in quotation marks I say running and exercise as a coping mechanism yeah so I thought okay but then I got hurt really hurt okay i'm not just talking about like a pulled muscle my back okay and then you realize okay well i can't do anything now and i'm going bonkers okay so am i really using it as a coping strategy or am i using it to run away from things Hmm, interesting and a lot of people do that yeah i see it on on and i'm not criticizing i'm just pointing something out like i see it on instagram yeah you know they you know um i suffer from anxiety too you know it's not like I don't, but I mean, I've, I had to find other ways to cope and to yeah. manage my stress and to manage my anxiety because like, you never really know what happens if you can't run anymore yeah. or you can't swim or you can't lift or you can't,
0: You can't. Yeah. What, what, what what's going to happen.
1: And, you know, and it's just, I just think it became like, um, uh, I was hyper-focused, you know, like it's, it's great to train at my level and yeah. to, but I, there has to be balance. There has to be for balance sure. and there has to be other ways. There has to be other things, you know? So I, I, in that sense, I'm grateful for that tough year because I, 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 opened, I, up I, so I opened up it. I, it like opened you before me, you
0: are like a horse and now. like you, a horse. Yeah, yeah. It
1: opened me all up and I had to find other ways, other ways to cope, other ways to, and really look like, look at my crap. Like look at myself. You know, I had been like running away from stuff for years.
0: Very interesting. No, I'm not. not and yet.
1: I love it. And now I don't need like, I love running, but I don't need it to live.
0: No, like hundred percent. Right? Like you said, especially the way you just, you described before your, your training. It's rare when I talk to some, a runner and everything, oh, for every, I have one rest day a week. I do a, I deload every four weeks. A lot of the runners I know, rest days don't exist in their vocabulary and they're hitting hundred kilometer weeks, like every week. Like, so at a certain, at a certain time, are you like you like you said? Are you just doing it to run away from something, or are you doing it really because you love it and you want to enjoy it and you want to be able to keep doing it for such a long time? Because at a certain point, even myself, I, 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 I'm not a perfect person, right? So, like, when when I'm starting to like now, I'm starting my, my training regime for my Spartan re- se- uh, season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm gonna go a bit crazier than I was, but yeah, but it's 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 then it's, you're gonna
1: come back. Yeah, now yeah, I'm
0: gonna come back down, like where 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 I was maybe a couple months yeah. ago. And I realized that myself is before I was always a person I used to say uh, no rest days, no rest days, no rest days. But I realized that I needed those rest days. And once I started implementing them into my Mm -hmm. my schedule and really understanding why I was working out, because at first, okay, I was just working out because it was something I had to check off my list to Mm -hmm. do in the day. But now I'm working out because if for me, if I don't get that workout done, my day isn't, isn't balanced. So it, becomes, it helps me balance my day and it helps me, I do hard workouts. So if I'm able to get, and I always say it on my Instagram, I do my hard workouts in the morning because then everything else that comes to me in the day is easy. Of
1: course,
2: So
0: yeah. whatever that's challenge true. that's attacked at me, I just, I just completed a, yeah. a hell of a workout. Yeah, this, I did that, I can do this. I could do this. this nothing. It's yeah. just, it's you keeping the mind that I'm, I'm, my body and my mind can do whatever it wants. And I just need to keep that that uh, mindset in that, in, that, uh, in that role, on that ro- route, sorry, to be able to do that. And I find whenever I do, don't or I, I miss a work ta- workout, not when I'm on a rest day, but if I miss a workout, my mind doesn't think the same way. So when I get hit with a challenge, I'm like, oh no, I get more stressed, I get more overwhelmed. But if I, and if it was a rest day, it's fine. I don't know, it's just a, it's a weird thing. I don't know if it's the same thing for you. Like when you on your rest days, are you more at ease? Do you cope less with challenges or are you still the same old you? No,
1: I'm okay. Now I'm okay. In the past, it would bother me. No, I'm fine. I'm fine now. You know, I think I went through so much and I just, I don't know. I just, I need the rest. I'm good. (laughs) Because I know tomorrow I've got like 10 kilometers to run at 7 a.m. So for me, it's like, I need that rest so I can go on, you know, and I look back at what I did this week and I'm like, wow. So no, I don't have, uh, not anymore.
0: And and, we're your and there's co- no
1: guilt either, no, zero guilt.
0: Sure. And with your coach, how do you track everything? You're wearing a watch, a heart rate monitor. How does that all work? For
1: uh, we on Garmin.
0: Okay, Garmin. So
1: yes. uh, yeah, he f- follows me closely through there, uh, emailing, phone calls, and we meet uh, once or twice a month. Okay, cool. In person. Cool. So yeah.
0: yeah it's a it's a it's a really uh, good thing that uh, you have a coach and you have all these people taking care of. I'm very your, very your, blessed. Yeah, for I'm sure. I'm so blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Cool um where would what uh, social media do you use that people can reach you and follow you and get inspired from all you do uh instagram so at
1: angela machocha yeah i have a twitter account and a facebook account but i'm really not good with it
0: Yeah. As, uh, you don't need to be as long as you go with one thing it's I'm just it's
1: just it's a lot
0: yeah it is, so it is. Just, especially you you post so many pictures and and this you really go into the instagram i,
1: worry, yeah, I, I put a lot of effort into <laughs> yeah it's into really nice it's really nice Thank it's really so cool much. thanks
0: so uh, do you have any last uh, tips or words or anything that you want to talk about before we uh close off the podcast today
1: Uh, Well, first, thank you for having me. No problem. I was nervous at first, but this is really, really fun. I'll come back anytime. Awesome. I'll come back. We'll talk about the whole manifestation. Yeah, yeah. You know
0: what? We're saying this on the podcast. We are going to set up another podcast because I really want to talk about that. And I want to talk to people that really use it in their day-to-day lives.
1: I'm using it more and more.
0: And yeah, yeah, so we're going to sit down on another podcast because that's a full podcast. That's a full episode for sure. So we're going to sit back and talk about that. for sure. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling the world on the podcast, it's going to happen. Stay but
1: tuned. Other than that, you know, keep running happy, you know, stay positive, reach out to me. I have a lot of people that reach out to me in, um, in private, you know, okay. DN, uh, for advice or encouragement. I'm always happy to help yeah. even if I don't get back right away. Uh, you know, I think we rise by lifting others. Yeah. You know, and I think there's enough, everybody shines in the right light and there's enough light for everybody, you know, So I think
0: that's important also. Cool. Well, thank you so much for uh, coming and and do the podcast for me today. And for everyone out there, keep living strong. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Living Strong Podcast. If you guys enjoyed what you heard and want to share this podcast with the world, there's two things you could do. You can leave us a review so we get a bigger reach and it will help us out so much and you can leave that on iTunes or anywhere you listen to your podcast or you could share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much, guys. Keep living strong. Thank you for listening and being part of the Living Strong podcast. Till next time, keep living strong.